This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at bjgeeknation.com. Your driver's license is important so you can get back and forth to work, get your kids to school, and back and forth to daycare. If your license has been suspended because you can't pay your tickets, you can't do any of those things. Let's talk about Chapter 13 bankruptcy. You may have heard the tickets cannot be discharged, but they can be dealt with in a Chapter 13 case. Why not come in for a free consultation? The chapter you choose will make all the difference to your getting back legally on the road. Let's design a plan to pay off your tickets and restore your license immediately. I'm attorney Travis Gagné. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. This is cool, man. Gotta love it when somebody from Washington State just makes makes it good. You know how much we love Joe Coy and, uh, you know, the fact that he's from Tacoma. and what Never a heard career. of that guy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's kind of a somebody. Someday, maybe. Uh, so, comedian Kelsey Cook, she is from Spokane. She was on The Tonight Show, which is every comic's dream. Whether it's, you know, it started with Johnny Carson and every comic you've ever known would, would just say, I wish I could be on The Tonight Show. I mean, what a great spotlight. You, you put out, like, your best couple of minutes of your, 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 your comedy in front of a huge audience. How do you not want to do that? And I think she's been on, apparently this isn't the first time that she's been on The Tonight Show, so... She's never been on my radar until recently, but she does. She's hilarious. Yeah, and uh, again, Kelsey is from Spokane, and uh, love that she spent some time talking about her hometown of Spokane. Uh, it's great to be here. I'm from Spokane, Washington, originally. Been on tour a lot the past year, and sometimes people go, "Oh, you ever get scared to perform in dangerous places like New York City?" I'm like, Spokane is the meth capital of America. Okay, I am the danger. Spokane is rough. Last time I was home, I got an Uber driver named Bones. And he looked like a Bones. I canceled the ride immediately, of course. I'm not going to get into a car with my ex. (laughs) That's awesome. Kelsey's got a comedy special called the hustler and that airs march 9th on youtube look at youtube getting into the comedy biz dude i mean yeah that's also i wonder if it's going to be like a a paid thing or if it's just free oh it better be pay because i'm premium i'm tired of you guys freeloading on me wow well at least with your premium you're not going to have to deal with the ads that is a good point at the end of the day i i I was on youtube but i wasn't on my account and uh, an ad played and i got on 
I just got un- like just unreasonably angry. I'm like, what the f? I pay good money. I- why do I have ads? All of a sudden, now they're gonna ad- put average, and then I realize I'm like, oh, I'm not logged in. <laughs> Such an idiot. <laughs> of course, you, you, you went to you went to your father mode immediately. And I watched the, her piece, uh, and she went even more into like uh, other things. And apparently, her and her family are like professional foosball players. I didn't know that. Wow. And she does like a whole like foosball series I, on like YouTube. Oh, good for Kelsey. Where she hustles people and pretends oh. to be a dumb girl that doesn't know how to play foosball and then takes money from Well, people. there's the name The Hustler. Yeah. That's where she gets it from with this uh, new comic, spe- and this comic special. Not sure if you have to pay on YouTube, but if you want to watch it right now, you can on our website for 10 bucks. Boom. So you can watch it early. Oh, yeah. that's nothing. I mean, you're, plus you're supporting her. And, and she ain't lying about Spokane. Spokane is... is, is oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I mean, I, I've told this story before, but it's been a while. But I remember when our hockey team, we would go every Easter weekend for a big hockey tournament in Spokane. My, my favorite weekend trip, boys get away ever. I mean, some of the best stories, experiences. And, and it was for, to play hockey, but also to get really wasted and have a great time in Spokane for the Northwest Classic. That's what it was called. And, dude, every time we'd have a crazy experience in Spokane. One time, a car was stolen right in front of us. Wow. And we had no idea that it was being stolen because we are just like, oh, a guy got in a car. And then someone came back and goes, where's my car? And he's looking at us. And we're like, we don't know. He's like, you didn't see my car? I'm like, yeah, we saw, it just drove away. Like, someone stole my car? And we're like, jeez, man. Whoa, <laughs> okay. dude. Another time we were in a hotel where, like, someone got shot. Oh, that and ain't like, good. Yeah, dude. Like, Wow. That, there were moments where, like, late at night, we wanted to go to a Seven Eleven to get something. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. If I'm, I'm pretty wasted. I think I'm okay with not going across the street. I feel like nothing good will come just crossing the street to go to the Seven Eleven. Yeah, I've only been to Spokane twice, and yeah, both times I, I I thought it was me. So I'm happy to hear it's not me. I just felt like it wasn't a safe place. Well, even then, you were just in a hotel the entire time playing board games. <laughs> it's safe in the hotel. Well, yeah, no, this you didn't is, even leave. The, uh, well, that's other times. I know that time you're right. But I've been to Spokane outside of that time, oh, Vicky, okay. and uh, I remember walking through downtown, just like, hey, I'll go see a movie, and <laughs> like maybe I will not go see a. Movie. Maybe I will not do anything but just hopefully get back to the hotel. Which is unfortunate uh, because, honestly, I really love Spokane. Like, I love the vibe of the city, like, the look of it. The just every, It's just got like that, like, uh, it's a city but still kind of a small town. It's got some fun methods. No, we, you know we, I mean, that's what you yeah, want. That's what you want. Well, and, and we have really good friends there. Dave, Molly, and Cannon do a great radio show in Spokane. So, you know, they kind of sketch people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I always wondered about Ken. And yeah. Molly definitely, I thought that Ken and Molly both were into some sort of really high, high organization, blue collar, white collar conspiracy. I mean, there's good chicken wings there. I remember yes. we go to the, the Red Lion Inn, not the, the hotel, the, the Red Lion, which is a, a restaurant bar. Oh, it's, oh, it's not a hotel. They ha- we stay at the hotel. But then we would also go to a place called the Red Lion. Oh, that is a- so odd that they was like, you know what? We know you got a hotel chain, but we're calling ourselves the Red Lion. Right. That's why I was like, everyone was raving about this place. I'm like, we're going to a hotel to eat yeah. chicken wings. I'll pass. And like, no, no, no. This place is phenomenal. It's the Red Lion Pub. Okay. That I place just is say, great. Can I say one thing right now? I would like to say one thing right now after seeing Kelsey Cook, because I haven't seen her before, and seeing people like Justin Ruppel. You know what? Comedy is for ugly people. Okay? That's why I got into comedy. And Justin, Oh, those Kelsey, days are gone, man. Yeah. Way gone. Yeah. All comedians are Dane like Dane Cook super, changed the game. Yeah, they're super hot Well, Dane, days. even Dane Cook's not that attractive. He's kind of goofy looking. Well, back then, he back was a lot more. Day, yeah, you're right. I guess back Dane in the day, Cook he was the best looking guy. Carrot Top changed the game. Oh, Carrot Top changed yes. the game when he got swole a little bit. But when he was skinny Carrot Top, he, he looked like a freak show. Oh, he thought, I suppose now where he's eyebrows oh, now he's amazing. towards his nose. Now he's dreamy. Mm. 
Hey, it's like Dane Cook, same thing. Yeah, uh, and that Anthony Kelly uh, uh, is it Jelinek? Anthony Jelinek's Jel- another. Oh yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, Anthony Jelinek, another guy. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're Jezelnik. too pretty. Is it Jeselnik? Oh yeah, Jes. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Am I thinking of the uh, the, the Kraken think- player? No, you're thinking of the Mariners battle. Oh, that's what I'm thinking Jared of. Jared Kelnick. That's it. Well, anyway, they yeah, that guy. The guy who's, he's oh, also good looking. He's funny. There's that oh, Theo yeah. Vaughn guy also. He's a good looking dude. Yeah, he's like a real world guy that's a comic. You can't do it. I mean, you got to stop. Got to stop, man. Comedy is for ugly people. Not uh, anymore, I'm going to stand up for that. Those days are gone. I know. It's so true. It's like, wow, why? Comedy's for everybody. I know. But, you know, you sit there you sit there and go, nobody believes you have a rough life because, you, you know, whatever. You know, so. So right. I said, I've been following Kelsey for a while. She's absolutely hilarious. She's going to be at the Tacoma Comedy Club in a few months. She's awesome. You should definitely go see her. Even Burt Kreischer has acknowledged her on the on, on his show for being so good. Yeah, I think uh, our buddy Andrew Rivers has done some shows with her. And, and, and he might have just done a recent show with her or he's got one coming up, too, as a matter of fact. But, yeah. Uh, I just love that she used her time on The Tonight Show to, to make fun of Spokane, which, yeah. honestly, if you don't really know Spokane, I mean, you, you'll get the joke, obviously. But, like, it's it, it hits a lot better being if you've ever spent a moment in Spokane. Well, it, uh, frankly, if you said what's the meth capital of the world, I think because of Breaking Bad, you'd, you'd point to Albuquerque. Yeah. Just because of the association, you know, Spokane's been pissed about that for years. Well, they can go at war t- with each other. <laughs> Who has the best meth? Which, funny enough, I think when I was in high school, it was actually Granite Falls. That was like the meth capital of the nation. Granite Falls? Yeah, because I grew wow. up in Lake Stevens, and I think it was in 10th grade, we had to watch like an Oprah special about Granite Falls and meth use. Whoa, look at yeah. Spokane. They got pissed. They yeah, were no. tired of Albuquerque and Granite Falls. They said, we're the no, meth capital. Granite Falls took it over. Where they have some now. great pizza. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I haven't been to Granite Falls Pizza. All right. You, Omega Pizza. If you Google it, Michigan, it ranks as the meth capital of the world. Look at all these places trying to brag. Well, that's a state bunch of posers. Well, I know. That's what I said. Yeah, what but is Spokane's the not in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Michigan? There's no state. Yeah. Wow. Well, Michigan. I mean, they they it, it's pretty dreary there too in a lot of part uh, a lot of parts of Michigan. Very I can't dreary. Remember the name of it? There's a, a Twitter page on. Um, it's like a Spokane scanner type of a Twitter page. Like like any kind of crimes that happen, it gets tweeted out. And sometimes I'll just like find endless hours of entertainment just reading <laughs> some of the the, oh. the crimes that are going on because like some of them are just ridiculous. And like whoever runs that account. Has like this dry sarcasm at times to it, and I'm like, it's pretty funny. But I can't find the name of it. I, I follow it, but I have no idea what the hell the name of it is. Oh, that's awesome! But it's a Spokane like scanner type of a thing, and it's pretty funny. The host of a well-known game show got uncomfortable when talking to one of the contestants, and the contestant shared that he once had a childhood crush on her. We've got the audio. You're going to hear it at eight seventeen on the Rock. DJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Well, a funny thing happened on Jeopardy! As the host of Jeopardy, Mayan Bialik, found out that one of the contestants used to have a childhood crush on her. And uh, here's that special moment as Mayim is talking to that contestant, Dan Oxman. Dan Oxman from South Orange, New Jersey. I don't really want to talk about what we're going to talk about, but apparently I was your celebrity crush growing up. This was a long time ago, Mayim, but, you know, when I was a little kid, I saw you on TV and I really admired how you played like a super awesome scientist. And then I found out that you were a scientist with a doctor in real life. And I was just, <laughs> and that's just, and you haven't aged a day. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. Oh, he's laying it in thick. Yeah, Although, yeah. man, I got, I was like, this is a fun thing. And then he said something that kind of made me feel old. Because I thought he was talking about having a childhood crush on her when she was on um, Blossom. Blossom, yeah. Yeah, so did I. And then when it's like, obviously, he's talking about the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, when yeah. I was a kid watching it, I'm like, oh, that's right. He's not very old. And I know, dude. I, I think am, and- I recently <laughs> watched the first episode, the pilot, and I think it was 2009. Of- the first season of the Big Bang Theory. That's 2007. Oh, 2007, even worse. Even worse. So, Steve, yeah, we are old. But she wasn't even on the early years. No, I think she came in either episode three or four. Episode three or four? I thought I'm I'm sorry, season. Yeah, yeah, season three or four. And uh, and it might even have been the end of of season two where we, because it was like the last episode, I think, where they introduced her. And also nobody nobody had crush on on Blossom on Blossom. It was all about six, right, guys? I mean, when I was a kid. I I watched Blossom, but it was one of those things. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I was the right, that's my wheelhouse. Like, I was was younger than that. See, and I'm almost too young. Like, I watched a little bit of Blossom. I could not tell you what the show was about. Joey? I, yeah, he was there, yeah, but Wait, I never... Wait, the other Joey. No, no that's, he was no, the woe yeah, Joey. Yeah, the other yeah. Joey was a how you doing Joey. Yeah. 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 And, we th- and we believe that actually, which came first? I think Joey Lawrence's act was stolen. Yeah. You know? Or is it like a Joey casting thing where like all hey. Joeys kind of talk like that? <laughs> Could very well be. Speaking of... Hey. Hey. It's true. It's very true. <laughs> no? Joey no. Dees does the same thing. Speaking of that, wouldn't you think, like, isn't that kind of a line that you would hear Joe say to, like, somebody awkwardly on, like, he would get on Jeopardy and be like, hey, yes. I'm going to try to hit on this girl. He would try and hit on the host. Oh, and then, right. And, and, and then the she show. would have that moment and they'd be like, well, would you give me your cell number? I'll give you mine. And then we could talk about me losing at Jeopardy. That still look good. Yeah. And you haven't aged a day, yeah. which is, you know, for, the guy doesn't look that old. So it's, that's kind of like an old person's compliment. So, I, I, you know, he's going old school. Oh, he's shooting a shot. Yeah. And I think they're similar ages, or is he a lot younger than her? Yeah. I can't really tell. way younger. Yeah, he was on Teen Jeopardy a few years back. Oh, not wow. too long ago. Okay, so she does actually. I mean, she doesn't look too bad then, because I thought they were similar age. Yeah. All right. Well, it's TV. fine, though. I don't even watch. Like, I only now watch her because of uh, Call Me Cat. 
Yeah, I can't watch that show. I know. I, I it's a it's an acquired taste, as you would say. Yeah, it surely is. I tried to acquire that taste. I I guess I I, I just don't think the writing is. I, I don't think it's her. I just don't it's like goofy. Yeah, I don't like the writing. And um, I mean, it's a different character and all, but uh, it's super goofy. It's super lightheaded. Uh, light lighthearted. Uh, and I, I like the way that they handled the death of the... That was sad. Yeah, the dude. Yeah. The old dude. I forget his name, but he's a great He was a it good was, actor. And it was crazy how quickly like they got that episode out soon after his passing. Was it Leslie? Leslie yeah. Jordan. Leslie Jordan. Leslie yeah. Jordan. So how did they... I don't. I didn't see it. So how did they handle Leslie Jordan's if death? If I remember correctly, and I, it's a, I'm a, they, didn't, they didn't kill him off. He basically just left to go be with this guy that he was really into. And they, yeah. they even said at the end, they're like... Because they, they break the fourth wall at the end of their show. And they said, like, hey, we didn't want to have him leave on a sad way because that's not how Leslie would have wanted it. We wanted him to leave happy. Yeah, they so that's had, how they, they addressed it. They had to do that on Sex in the City, which was, uh, and just like that, the new show, because uh, the, the, the bald dude, and I can't remember his name, but he was an iconic character, he passed away during the, the, the recording of that new show. Yeah. And they had to come up with a reason why he left. And so they didn't kill him off. They just said he, they said he ran away and he had a partner in that show. So it was really funny to see the partner go, can you believe he left me? Willie Garson. Yeah, Willie Garson, thank you. And, uh, you know, it's funny because sometimes characters leave because they die, and then other times characters leave because, well, and they say they say bad things outside of their acting roles, and then it forces a company because of the fan base to say, we got to get them off the show, and that happened on The Mandalorian. Yeah. The first episode of The Mandalorian has aired uh, as of yesterday. I won't spoil anything, but... This is the first episode that where they have to address one of the main characters, Cara Dune, and what happened to her because we know, we all knew that she was going to be kicked off the show because of her off-show comments. Uh-huh. And I will say this. They don't spend a lot of time. They're, they're just like, you know what? We're moving on. We are not even going to really care about this character. We're just going to keep moving. And they say something about the character, but they don't spend, a, I, I, like, I, I think a second, if, if anything, addressing this character. And to go back to the, the, the call me cat thing, you know, you say, oh, I don't like her because of how it's written or whatever. But apparently that episode, which maybe you'd like that episode. I don't know how many episodes she writes. She wrote the, fi- the farewell oh. episode for Leslie because she's like, we wanted to give Phil, uh, Leslie, a happy ending. Hey, yes. I, 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 that doesn't sound right, but yes. <laughs> That's part of the joke as well. But because <laughs> yeah. he was kind of like a little bit of a you know, sex-starved kind of little guy. And oh, on the show? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, well, and that's very, very cool that she intentionally put it that way. I wonder if she did, but like that was the whole intention was like they wanted him to live forever as opposed to killing the character. Oh, Vicky, would you mind, if you know the name of that episode, could you email it to me? Because I'll watch it's that. It's this season. I know that much. Yeah, that's not going to help, but you know what? Vicky will come to me. Just watch the whole season. That's not going to help. Maybe happen. you'll fall in love with the show. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't do it. All right, fine. Yeah, I just, I, I finally, we finally got back into Money Heist. I started season three, which is a great season. Oh, so good. Yeah, so. Fun boy. fact about Money, not fun fact, but uh, random oh, I like fun facts. I still haven't watched the very last episode. Of the last season? Yeah, I just don't want to guess. You are the weirdest guy. When when Breaking Bad ended, that's all you did was watch the last episode before you watched anything about Breaking Bad. And then you went back and watched the whole series. I, I, I keep meaning to start it, and I'm like, I'm not yet ready for this, this show to be over. Oh, I can understand that. I totally understand that. And now that. it's just gotten so far removed that I'm like, crap, I got to now like do a little research to remember where we're at. So now it's gotten like, it's part lazy. Part I got a kid that doesn't. I, I don't have time to watch anything like ever. It feels that way, and also part I don't want this show to ever end. Yeah, and if you don't know Money Heist, uh, if you don't, you'll really. I mean, you're, it's you're the robbing the show over. ever made. Now there are people that will tell you how to watch this show, and it's tough because, uh, man, you know, like when I watched um, uh, the uh, Squid Game. I watched it with the dubs. I just felt like, you know, uh, sometimes the subtitles don't do it justice. Yeah. 
But with money heist, I don't know what it is. I think because of the fact that I took Spanish in school, I feel like I can deal with the dubs. And also, I want to hear the original actors. Because the people that's, uh, that dub it are, aren't the original actors. Sure. And, man, I'm so glad that I do. I don't, I don't understand what they're saying, but I still hear their voices and I get their emotion. And, you know, I, I, then I, you know, quickly can read and see what they're saying. But they, there's such good acting on that show. You know what's funny, though? I'm on the other side. We started watching it with the overdubs. Not real. Realizing it was like it took me, and I was like midway through the first episode. I'm like, wait a second, their lips aren't matching because I we just put it on that setting that it was on, and never went back. And honestly, I thought the voice actors did a, a, a phenomenal job of 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 still having good emotion and good um uh, acting with their voice acting. That it, it worked out just fine. Yeah. My favorite part was because my wife was yeah. spent the first couple of episodes not really fully paying attention on her phone a lot. And it was like episode three where she's finally like, what's wrong with the the show? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, the voices aren't matching the, the mouths. Like, like what's going so on? funny. She's probably never watched shows like that. No. And yeah. I, and I never mentioned it. So, And I was just, I thought it was hilarious. It took a couple of episodes before she finally, it clicked in. I'm like, oh, it's been like that the entire time. You just haven't really been fully like watching it. And she's like, oh, that's hilarious. But. Yeah, to me, it's like either way. I've heard great things about watching it with the subtitles. I watched it with the overdubs, and it was yeah. it was great. Yeah, it's a, it's a great show on Netflix. It's called Money Heist, and, and and it is basically one of the best robbery shows that have ever been done. And uh, yeah, I, so. I say, I mean, my favorite show was Breaking Bad before that, and this show is better than Breaking Bad. Oh. It's definitely. I feel it moves quicker. And the characters yes. to me are more uh, the characters are more entertaining, if if you will. Nairobi is my favorite character, and she, boy, she gave a she gave an amazing. That's why I said when I watched it in her own native language, she gave such a powerful scene that I was like, damn, I don't know who this actress is because she's Spanish, so we don't know much about her except for the show. But I'm like, okay, Nairobi, that's some good damn acting right there. I mean, I I was like, great. wow, was that something? And each season, you find a new person that you fall in love with. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a really well-done, character-driven show. Yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, anyway, it's called it's, uh, Money Heist Netflix. You probably know about it. But if you don't, it's not a bad show to get into. You get got five seasons. It. Get with it, baby. You got five seasons. And that apparently you're doing a spinoff. What? Uh, which oh, character? Don't tell, don't tell me because I don't want to know who's alive. Because, you know, people die in that show. Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah, if you tell me the spinoff, I'm going to know that this person ain't going to... Uh, though it's probably got to be... You know what? Tokyo's Tokyo's a popular character. The professor's a popular character, and as of season three, those guys are still alive. Um, so, but if it's not, uh, I wonder who would. I wonder. Who, uh, I, I mean, do you want to know? Uh, go ahead. Berlin. Berlin. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the surprising part. That's the well. That's the guy. Yeah. Well, then what? It's this is going to be. I guess. Well, I'm not going to say anything. Well. I mean, if you've seen Money Heist, that's going to, it's going to be a prequel then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Berlin's a great character. And in season three, we're seeing... It's an origin story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a great character. It looks like they also did one last year, Money Heist Korea, Joint Economic Area. I know. I don't know if what? it's the same exact show, but done in Cor- in Korean, like with Korean actors. It oh. looks... I don't... Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't I, know. I, like the storylines are the same. I've played along with the idea of maybe watching, but I'm like, it looks exactly like the same show, but just with different actors. And I'm like, oh. I don't know. Oh, interesting. I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. 
Well, the trouble is, is that you still have to subtitle it, right? Because mm-hmm. they did it in right. Korean. Uh, a lot of great Korean stuff coming out, especially for me in the world of sci-fi. I am loving what I'm seeing from. Uh, I don't. I, I don't know why if it's Netflix or whatever, but they, I'm getting more access to Korean sci-fi, and boy, they they kick ass. It is both interesting and kind of off-putting watching a show that was already done in one country or one language, then watching it in another. Like my mom is obsessed with Turkish soap operas more so than Mexican well, soap isn't? operas. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. And there are dubbed in Spanish for her, but she was watching one. I'm like, oh, these characters seem really familiar. And it was House, but all different actors, all in Turkey. You mean like the house that was on Fox? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm watching this episode. I'm like, I think I know what happens. And I say it all. And then she's like, how'd you know? Because they already did this, Mom. But it's so weird. I'm sitting there going, I don't know about all this. And yet, that's exactly what we do with like a show called Ghosts, The Office. Mm -hmm. Those were British shows that we made into American television shows. Oh, Call Me Cat was based off of a British show called Call Me Miranda. Shameless. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were kidding. Maybe I'll watch that show because I kind (laughs) of like the Brits. Watch. You love that version. I probably will. Yeah. I probably will. All right. Well, you know, we've done a lot here. All right, uh, you know what? There's a, a website called Bro Bible we've talked about for a while, and I love what they've done because I I've always talked about how great 1999 is for movies, and they, it's been celebrated. Is that when the, the Matrix movie- year? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that I remember that. Yeah. Well, it's been celebrated not just by me. Like they say, 1939 and then 1999, the best years ever for movies, just because of the amount of great movies that came out in both those years. 1939 was the Wizard of Oz year, by the way. Uh, So it's pretty interesting that two movies, from a special effects standpoint, uh, really broke ground, and The Matrix surely did with what they put on the screen, as did The Wizard of Oz. But music also in 1999, I guess, is celebrated as a great year. So how amazing is that? Art was crazy. Like art, what what was in the air that all artists were just like, we're making the best of the best right here. That was the year that uh, Britney Spears put out her debut record, which that's a weird one to start with. But uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers put out Californication, uh, Battle of Los Angeles from Rage Against the Machine. And above the state from Blink-182. Absolutely, man. Oh my God, yeah. Jay-Z put out uh, uh, his uh, fourth album, uh, Volume 3, Life and Times of uh, Sean Carter. Gosh, I didn't realize all that was in 99. Yeah, dude, there was a lot of great stuff that was coming out in 99. And I was around when I was working at the end because I started there in like 97 or 98 and it was just crazy it felt like every day we got a new song that was a massive hit Fat Boy Slim what is it about the, either the end of a decade or the end of a century that people go you know what we're going to put out our best I mean Californication such a great record it right? is because so that was the first it one is. back with John Fushante and it was just like oh boy these guys are back yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was a good uh, well we've got the Nookie from Limp Biscuit, of oh, course wow. yeah so they're talking about how 1999 has given us timeless music. And so they've got the top five songs that they say they're timeless. These will be loved all for forever. Well, I hope Mambo number five is on that. Right? <laughs> well, in a way, I mean, that's, you know, at least for weddings. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I mean, that's I mean, going to be timeless. You know, the electric slide. It's, it's timeless for one event. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, right. Oh, wow. I'm looking at this. It's like a full top 20 and it actually came in at number nine. <laughs> that's what I figured. Because, like, a Celebration, you know, oh, people are going to get up on the dance floor if you play Celebration. That's a timeless song. Yeah. Again, I know it's the, the wedding world. I mean, unless it's very narrowed focused. Yeah. Yeah. But let's see what you think of these 1999 songs. And this isn't necessarily about weddings. It's just they believe these songs are timeless. Here's number five uh, on their list. I love this band still. I'm so excited. They're playing when we were young, and I finally get to see them live. Oh, yeah. I saw them play, I think, the Moore Theater. That's awesome. And other places, too. Like, I think the Showbox. Lit. 
Shout out to the Popeth brothers. Yep. Yeah. Those guys is, are great. I'm putting this on the players right now. I totally forgot this song. Oh, dude. <laughs> Totally forgot about this song. It's not on that record, but still my favorite play on words was the You Make Me Completely Miserable. I love that song. Because the chorus is like, you make me come, you yeah. make me complete, yeah. you make me completely miserable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. I was like, yeah. Pam Anderson was in that video, Pam, too. And they were little mini versions yep. of themselves playing on Pam Anderson's body, yep. BJ. Yep. Okay, I need to see that. The music video one. is phenomenal. I have not seen the music video for this. I do like Bro Rival said that this, that song is one of those songs where if you haven't heard it for weeks, months, or even years, once it starts, you can immediately start singing along. Always. Yeah, I'm going to give you that. I God, begrudgingly have to give you number four, even though the like a certain member of this band is just so unlikable. Lily loves this, this guy. Lily loves this song. It's so catchy. And it's from my favorite movie. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that's where it debuted was in... Uh, uh, why can't I think Mystery Men? Mystery Men, yes. Oh. I didn't realize that's when we first heard that song. Hasn't it been in like Disney movies oh, too? Shrek. Shrek, yeah. honestly, to this day, has kept that song alive. Oh, yeah. I would put money down... I'm saying. Didn't it. they also do the "I'm a Believer" for yes. Shrek? Yes, both those yeah. two. They owe everything to Shrek. Yes, they yes, do. They, they do. probably get good coin, and they probably have nice homes because of Shrek. Yep. Which came first, Mystery Men or Shrek? I think mm-hmm. Shrek Myst- came after. I think Mystery Men came first. Wow. So yeah. I mean, I remember it from there, and it was it was a good song. And that Mystery Men is such a good movie. It came way before its time. If you've got superhero movie fatigue and you want to see a great movie making fun of superhero movies, check out Mystery Men. Ben Stiller is in it, and Hank Azaria, and uh, William H. Stacy, uh, Dane Cook is in it for a little bit. Uh, Pee Wee Herman is in it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's so there's so many good people in that movie. And it just came out way too early because we didn't have a lot of superhero movies when that that came yep. out. It came out in 1999 as yeah. part of the music another video. 19, then, another yep. great movie in 1999. I Stand Behind Mystery Men is a terrific movie. It's so crazy. What a crazy year. Yeah. All right. So, uh, well, that, that makes sense then because that's they're saying the All-Stars came out in 1999. Yep. So, yep. It, so it was before Shrek. Uh, this one here. Yeah, number three, 100%. Even though it feels so bubblegum poppy, but how do you not love this song? I know oh, yeah. for me. Oh. You're still my sunshine. It's on my playlist, baby. Dude, when we started playing this on the end, I... I would want to play it every hour. Yeah. It made me feel good. It still makes me feel good. Such it's a great summertime tune. song. They played Enfest once, and I was so fired up because That's so of that. That's so funny. Yeah, Lem, man. Uh, the video's weird, though, because for the longest time, I remember watching the video, and I'm like, oh, it's the, the singer guy and the girl, and like she's riding on the back and kind of rubbing his shoulders. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they must be like a, in a relationship. Nope. They're brother and sister. Yes, oh. they are. And I'm not saying, like, yeah. I think it's because the video is shot kind of like in a slow motion. I don't yeah. think she meant to be kind of like touchy-feely, but because it's in slow motion, it looks touchy-feely. And the way, yeah, the yeah. way that they are together, it just seemed, it it seemed seem like they right. were a couple. Ooh, yeah, you know, think, could it be like a Meg White, Jack White situation where they say they're brother and sister, but they're actually married? Oh, well, oh, that's possible. Conspiracy theory. I mean, because we never see or Lizzie Hale. Or just a thumbnail that I don't typically... Yeah. Yeah. Game of but, Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't see Lizzie Hale and her brother acting like that, so that's why... I'm they never did anything else. I yeah. Mean, and I, no. I, I didn't hate the record. I remember listening to the entire record and being like, it's a fun record, but like nothing ever, ever came of it. And they arguably wrote one of the greatest one-hit wonders of all time. Yeah. yeah. Number two, can't argue with this. I, I mean, even though it's not my favorite, it's not like one that I want to listen to, but I mean, this is somebody who lately, unfortunately, is, uh, well, people wonder about her mental health, but... Oh, uh, yeah. It's a great video. I'll give you that. Did you take Sarah to this concert? Oh, yeah. I did. And it was the greatest 
mom-watching concert you'll ever see. Oh, I yeah. can only imagine. Yep. I was so surprised at the amount of motherly talent that was there because everyone was taking their kids, but I was like one of the only dads that did it. Dude, it's weird watching this video now because I'm just so used to seeing her in those Instagram videos where oh, it's yeah. like things are not all there anymore. No. No, she really... What a weird like, kind of thing to like, look back on. Yeah, it's and it, it, you know the business doesn't look good because I really believe that the business and how they treated people back in her day and before because she's been doing it since she was a little kid since ninety nine. Yeah, they, they, the mental health aspect of how the business does what they do to these kids. I I I, really, I don't blame Brittany for any of this. No, I mean you watch some of those videos about her, like those documentaries, especially or it's like you know just like the whole stuff with like Justin Timberlake and everybody sided with him and everyone just painted her out to just be you know slut shamed her or whatever they wanted to say and it was just like man. He realizes we're doing this to like a teenager. I know, dude. Like that's awful. It it, it is. It is really. It's it's a beating. And this one here, you know, Danny's gonna like this. Ooh. Oh yeah, Danny's ha- He's all on board with this one. Number one. Small things. Yeah, of course. I Agreed. love this video because the whole like Tom and Mark are like being total goofs, and every once in a while you look at Travis and he's just like. I mean, I'm in the band. I guess I should try. I remember the filming. I'm such a big fan of this band. And I remember the the making of the video. And Travis, they have him, like, be a guy. And he has to, like, zoom out. And he's on the toilet. Yeah. And he just starts laughing and gets super red after they film it. I'm like, why am I doing this, guys? He hadn't fully embraced being in a goofy band. Right. Like, I mean, I love Blink-182 as well. But, like, they're, especially during that time, they're doing all the naked videos and all this. Travis just always seemed like he was, like, reluctantly doing it. He's like, I like the music. I like being in this band. I like the money. Yeah. But, man, these two guys are really pushing it for me. Oh, and especially, yeah, Tom Tom and Mark have been friends since they were, like, 16 years old. Yeah. It's like this new guy comes in. It's like, all right. <laughs> all right, Travis, take off all your, all your clothes. We're going to do a music video. Yeah. And so, you, excuse me, what? <laughs> you watch that video, and, of course, it just reminds you, like like you said, they're so young doing wild stuff. And didn't they just recently say they had to cancel part of their tour because somebody's got to have surgery? Travis. Travis broke his finger. Yeah. Which, which led is, to the greatest meme of all time that Danny just showed me, mm-hmm. where it's like Travis Barker broke, canceled tour because he broke his finger, and then there's a picture of Rick Allen from Def Leppard playing the drones without an arm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You know, different eras of what you push through and what you don't push through. It's so great if Rick Allen posted like a tweet that just said, suck it up, Barker. Yes. Figure it out. Put on your feet. You little baby. (laughs) Yesterday, Steve, he did get this one right. Uh, What small gland attached to the brain exerts a control over growth? Huh? What small gland attached to the brain? Yes. Wow. You know what? For a while, your brain was like, I don't know what she's talking about. Then it came through for you. Yeah, and luckily, I mean, if she just asked the question, name the only gland that you can think of, it would have been the pituitary gland. I have to remember that. I have to remember that. Damn it. Okay. Hey, you want a shot at beating Steve? Well, all right. Why not? Take a shot. 206 803 Rock. We're going to play Beat Migs. We'll do that at 847 on The Rock. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. Here's a question from a listener. Uh, My house is currently in foreclosure. I've stopped making payments. What can I do to save my house? If you're already in foreclosure behind on your mortgage, you can stop the foreclosure by filing a bankruptcy. There's different types of bankruptcy. 
Chapter 13 can help you catch up on your house payments if you're behind. It would mean that you'd have to start making your house payments again and catch up on the amount that you're behind over five years. You could also take off or strip off your second mortgage, which would help you to reduce your housing payment every month, especially once you're done with the plan and done catching up on your first mortgage. We could also try to buy you some time in the more in the in by filing a Chapter 13 case. Filing a Chapter 13 would definitely stop your foreclosure. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. And thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 